Hello and welcome to Sporting Woods. This week, we'll be talking to you about Brendan McCollum. Uh, the best... Uh, does that count? Did I get it right? And then make like a bye 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 People are going to have to recognize my dancing ability. Alright. Alright, so season three. We're still in season three. Season three, episode three. But now we're at episode three. We got there. That's right. We got there in the end. Yes. yes. How good was that test? Mate, that was one of the best tests we've had in a while. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's the test of the summer for me. You're again? Yeah. Well, let's not get to there yet. But I agree, it was pretty <laughs> entertaining. To it. it was, it was, and the, I guess, the most important part is that Australia won away from home. Yes, for, you know, they've struggled. They've had that reputation as the hometown bullies, flat track bullies. But, yes, um, but I don't think I think we sort of proved that a toss is important. But, but at the same time, there was perseverance, and uh, and I think it's what got them over the line in the end. Yeah. Well, I think they did. They win. They won both those tests. Mm-hmm. They batted first both times. No, New Zealand batted first the second test. So they won it. They won it both tests, but either. You know, no, either. no, we made them. No, uh, he made. Oh, them that's bat right. First. We made them bat first. We in made the first them bat. One. Yeah. So in the first one, we made them bat first, and the second one, we made them bat first. Smith, yeah. Smith won the toss both times and put mm. him into bat. And said so it's a green deck. We'll see how you go. The yeah. difference between the, f- the first and the second test was the second test, they learned from the mistakes from the first. They said, all right, let's play out the green. And they worked hard uh, yeah. to do that. But my favorite part of the test, uh, a lot of people have, there's been a lot of chat about it, but my favorite part, honestly, was uh, Neil Wagner. Neil Neil, uh, Neil Wagner? Yes, yeah, I think it was Neil. Neil. But Don't I haven't seen much of him. And, no. and this test, I thought the way he bowled and the, the creativity that McCullum showed with his field settings, and a lot of people are saying that it's too much like the leg theory. Leg, leg it side, was but, the leg theory. Yeah, but I mean, isn't not, not just targeting the legs leg theory? And a bit, if, if there's only two sides, if the guy's awesome off on the offside, where else are you going to bowl? Yeah. And if I the get guy that. can't play short balls, where else are you going to bowl? Yeah. It's, it was a good tactic and it was test cricket. Yeah. The way it should be I just played. don't think it should be glossed up as anything more than mutton dressed as lamb because it's it's not the best of tactics for me. It's it'll get you there. It's well within the rules. I think it's even within the spirit of the game, as far as I'm concerned. It's, as you say, it's one way to bowl at someone, oh, and if it works, it's good. You know, it, that, that's I have nothing wrong. We with did it. it. We did it to the to England, and, England, I, yeah, and we all loved yeah. it. Yeah, and that's why I get it. It's just a, it's still a blunt force trauma of a, of a way to do it. You're basically breaking the door down. You're throwing the ball at the guy. In baseball, is that a pull shot as, six? A uh, uh, yeah, but you stack the field to make sure that that try to shot is good. So you're jarring them up because they don't want to play that shot properly because there's so many fieldsmen. That was the difference between this and the Mitchell uh, uh, Johnson era when he was doing against England. They still set fields on the offside and the and the off, onside. These fields, it was seven two. And I'm not saying it's... I'm still saying it's within the spirit of the game because it's part of the game. It's the same way that we were able to do the no ball. It's part of the game. So, to get away with the no ball, out of Boges. So, you know, I, I just... I don't see the problem with it. I still just think it's a bit of a bludgeon way to do it. There's a yeah. better way. They could, have, they could have found the way... Considering that it didn't really work. I mean, we won. You know no, what I mean? I mean like, it might have this stemmed way, the flow, but... Joe Burns and Adam Voges rely have pretty heavily on... On one kind of shot, Voges loves his cut shots, and Burns likes his pull shots. You know, they have other shots, but that's their that's their go to scoring shot. Uh, you know, is that boring that they only hit the one shot to get runs? I don't think so. But so I would say that there's no there's no way to I don't know there's no way to say that a bouncer or bowling on the leg side is a more negative tactic than bowling on the offside because I don't judge my tactics on just that 
base level, I'd judge the tactics should be based on what you think is going to work against that specific batsman. If you're bowling to me, I would advise you to bowl on my legs. And I mean, if you're versing someone like Kane Williamson, I mean, the guy's a pretty good batsman. If he's got one weakness, you're going to pick for that. You're going to work for that. If it's his legs, sure. And what we were talking about before, um, sorry, I'll get rid of that. And more to the point that the game context was in Australia's favour. So New Zealand were trying more desperately to make something happen, which is why they had a more extravagant field Mm. because they had to make something happen. Whereas Australia, when we were talking about example, was Australia versus England when Johnson was going with the short stuff tactic, we were never really in too much trouble, which allowed us to not have to really push for that leg theory. He was able to use it more as the surprise ball. Whereas Wagner was kind of going to it the whole time whole because time. it was working because Australia was in front. Well, what, they had to step the flow and they had to try, take wickets. And I, I have no problem. With I it. agree with that. They had to do it one way, and it was one way of drying up the runs from that side. All I think I wanted him to do was because he had the batsman in such a mind that he was going to be bowling at his body. Why not throw one at off yeah. stump? And that's, why not pitch a Yorker well, up I mean, and hey, just yeah. watch him go because he's not oh. expecting it. So every ball that he's getting bounced, he's thinking he'd be standing there going. I'm going to get bounced here, or am I? Is this the sucker ball? Mm-hmm. If it's the sucker ball, I don't want to get out. And that's what and Johnson then, did. Well. And then the ball comes back, and it hits you. So yeah. you're back there, and you do that over and over but and see, over. Th- All you got to do is pitch one at the stumps. That's what it missed. If I, you'd have done I, that, I, I do. I'd been like, that's a, that turns a bludgeon into a finesse shot because you've used like the you've butted down the door to get to the point where you could just you could get them. But if you're not going to do that, then it is just sitting there smashing it with a hammer instead of trying yeah. to you know. And and I guess I see your point to no, say that it should only probably be used if you've got nothing else. But again, I disagree with myself because I would say if I <laughs> if I was going I to bowl to me, if I had a chance to bowl to me, I'd be bowling as short and as much as at my ribs as mm. possible. And as a batsman, I've had mates that have only tried to hit me in the ribs when we go to the nets. And I love it because that's you want to challenge. Like, who the hell would go and play a game on super easy level like, Winning two hundred nil, and who wants that? You want yeah. to be challenged. You want yeah. if if you've got a weakness, don't you want to prove that you can overcome that weakness? Yeah. Isn't that the point of sport sometimes? Well, and that's why they would have given Joe Burns the man of the match yeah. in that consideration because he's he, he overcame he the to overcome challenge. It. And the right. only reason the only reason he ended up getting out was because he was trying to win the game. Well, to me, and that was, was off Steve Smith's bat. It was the reason why. I mean, and in a game full of excitement. That was one of the most exciting parts mm. because that was, oh, was Australia. Game. Australia dominated most of the tests, most of the, uh, the sessions throughout the series. But when Wagner was on top of the Australian batsman, it was exciting. Mm. It was anything can happen. There could have been three wickets in and over. It was that kind of. Yeah. And that's why we loved it. I thought this, as mm. I said, with even with all this criticism, it's still one of the best test matches I've seen in the past few years. I think and as, as, time goes on and we look back at this test in hindsight, I think we will look at it as one of the better tests between Australia and New Zealand. Because when you think about it, how many highlights were there? I mean, Brendan McCollum scoring that the he, fastest ever test test century. For starters, and on top of that, one of my favourite little like, cheeky things, it took three amazing catches I to get that to guy say, out. One of the best parts of this test was the Serious, catching. Yeah, yeah. The catching, man. The catching deep. was amazing. Yeah. He took three. Yeah, I, uh, Michael's face is so puzzled. He's like, "Why? How? How? How does it take more than one catch to get a guy out?" I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Modern uh, cricket, Michael. Modern yeah. cricket. Wait till the marvels of the internet, no, and video camera, the 21st century. So what happened was he was caught on his first. So he gets two innings. On his first innings, he was caught in an absolute ripper of a catch Marshall, by Mitchell Marsh. Oh, it is a spectacular yeah. take. He has cut this. It's insane. Like he couldn't have extended himself anymore. anymore. He's like jumped up and he's full on really just good. one hand. It's a beauty of a catch. We'll have to look it up later, guys. And it was a no ball, so it doesn't count. His foot was over. They gave it out. Everyone was going ballistic. Best catch ever. And then they're like, check the no ball, and that's ah, a no ball. This is in Brennan McCullough's his last test. Last so test. He made dropped, it a pretty popular yeah, decision. So he gets caught. Yeah, huge. He's on, what, 32, 38 yeah. at the time? 38. He then goes on in that first innings to hit the fastest century in test history with 54 yeah. balls. Test, test cricket's been around for a while. Beaten by two balls. Viv Richards has done it. And someone else. Who's the other person? Gilly Nilly. Oh, um... Gilly Nilly did. No, no, the Pakistani Yeah, bloke. Pakistani bloke. So, there was, so there's two guys on there. Viv Richards did it first. 
So yeah, he's now at the top in his last test match ever. He's gone, all right, and he got dropped. He got caught on an amazing catch. Goes on to hit 145 off what, like 76 or something? No, it was, no, it was, it was yeah. He hit like it was it was a just an insanely good cricket display. And so on 145, he gets caught in the deep by Gary Lyon with an amazing forward catch. It's a it's a ripper. It's an absolute ripper to take. That was a good catch. Yeah. Like you look back on it, like when you th- it's a good catch. Yeah, that is a good catch. Know? But in this test match, it would just be completely yeah. lost that's over. It, like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, let's not forget this one. So it's a great catch to get him out in the end. That's the first thing. And then the second innings, Dave Warner got him oh, with an absolute yeah. rip. I've forgotten that yeah. catch, man. That's, that's how good that's all, the, how many... all the fielding has been. But Steve Smith, seriously, took three. Yeah, so he got him, and Steve Smith took a couple of rips. Absolute. I'm not over exaggerating. These catches. There was a and. The New Zealanders put on ridiculous catches. Yeah, they were Brendan McCullum's oh, catch amazing. to get rid of Nathan Lyon on day three or whatever it was. Yeah, just some just some absolute ripping displays. But yeah, that one. So yeah, Brendan McCullum uh, in his in his final test, he was caught three times um, in two innings. Yeah, it's just it's beautiful. It was like the perfect way to finish a. He career. got given a chance after the chance he went on to add like break the did the, the, the world record yeah, world never record. done before. Beautiful stuff. So yeah, I guess Brendan McCullum, you know, is, is obviously retiring, and that's um, you know big for New Zealand cricket. He's obviously been a, a good servant of the game. More than that, I think he's been one of the guys to try and progress New Zealand cricket, not just sort of off the field and trying. You know, they always say, "Oh, he puts bums on seats and all that stuff," yeah. but it's in the way that he plays the game. It's yeah. he plays the game the way that it should be played. You know, when he when he needs to knuckle down and do... I mean, that 300 he hit, that started off a very responsible innings. Hmm. And then, he, obviously, he's Brendan McCullum. So he once he got his eye and he went ballistic. Goodness. He was capable of playing at uh, responsible innings, right. but he always saw the best defense as an attack. As an offense. And, and I just, as, a, as a, a opponent fan, you just can't admire, like, an opposition player any more than, than that bloke. And I think that's what he's done most for New Zealand cricket is mm. to show them the way, show them how to continue. And with Kane Williamson, I mean, they've, they've got one of the better players in the world there. They so have a treasure. Hopefully, hopefully they, um, they continue that sort of take it, take it to them yeah. approach. Whereas New Zealand with the steam and Fle- Stephen Fleming days, they were a little bit dour. I remember yeah. playing New Zealand. It was a little bit dour, but McCollum. safer. You know, yeah. And you're not going to, you're not going to beat the likes of Australia and India and, you know, Unless away you from can home. go for a quick knockout. Yeah. Like, you've got to have something to do that. And without his 145, they go down in tatters. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, he, he pulled that, that, sorry, he pulled that up from, uh, you know, from its, but he, Heinz was like, yep, yeah. and we're, we're back in the game. Without yeah. his 145 mm. off 73, whatever it was, that game was over a long time ago. So it was, it was a special innings, and I'm so glad that you know we got to witness it or at least be a part of it as it was happening. Absolutely, so, man. Um, you know, we, we hope... We, hey, and at the end of the day, he's going to play for the Brisbane Heat, yeah. sucker. Yeah, he's coming in. Our team, bitches. <laughs> and we're coming for you this time. We're not going to lose so many games at home. Maybe. Well, I reckon I reckon one of the coolest things to do, and it proved um, his, his sort of stance in the game was the response he got from Viv Richards, the video message. Yeah. And you said you said you hadn't seen it. You've got to check it out. Yeah, it's I haven't really, seen it yet. But it, it's really it nice. The amazing. words that he used kind of proved that it was heartfelt. It wasn't just a obligatory, oh, my record's been broken. I better let everyone know I'm okay about yeah. this. It was... And I think that's what I mean. Brendan McCollum was a different kind of player. Everyone has this sense of, oh, that's, that's a guy who's playing the game the way it should be. There's no... You know, he's... There's he, playing the, the sport fair, but there's also... You know, he was competitive on the field, but he's a great bloke off the field. He was... Yeah. You know, he had everything. He personified... Oh, here we go. Oh, this Michael's is the, got it. Well oh, done, Vilkins. You know what? Remember when Richie gave the uh, like the yeah. thumbs up to Warnie? To, to Warnie? Yeah, that yeah. was good. Too. How times change. Can you imagine Richie these days? G'day, Warnie. <laughs> I see that you have uh, beaten one of my records. Nah, this is this is a good message. This man. cannot this, do. <laughs> this is a good dude. Are you going to play it, Mike? He was pretty glad it was McCollum that broke broke his record. Everyone knows that McCollum, he always tried to put put on a show for the people, but not at the cost of his country. He always put it, the pride in the in the black cap first, then you entertain. You know, I think we live in an age where oh, we got to entertain, got to entertain. Well, I don't find like 
as an Australian fan, I don't ever find Australia getting out for 70 entertaining. And I think they're always within their power to, to knuckle down. And, you know, if you lose a, if you have a big collapse, it's always within your power to knuckle down and build, rebuild another partnership. Yeah. And, I and think that's a part that... of test cricket. And that's not a part of limited overs cricket. Mm-hmm. In limited overs cricket, when you have a collapse, it's almost hit out of it. And that's, that's not good. That's when you have days, uh, cricket ending in day two and day three. And that's why McCullum's innings, although it was risky, you could tell that he sum, summarised that his best chance of making an, an innings would be to attack, as opposed to his first, the first test, where it was so obvious that you know it's his last series, he really wanted to do well. Hmm. He played within himself a little bit, and that's just not his. That's just not his way. And he ended up getting out. And that's what I, I like that he did that. But you hope that the lesson isn't that you go. At the, I don't, my point is, I hate that fucking. Oh, go out there and play your own game, kind of thing, Brad. Oh, because yeah. always it comes into my head is Brad Haddon charging Dale Stain when we were six for fifteen. I'll never forget that, and that's not. <laughs> test it cricket. has been brought up before. I will always this isn't bring the it first up. Time I'll I've never heard, forgive him. Heard your hatred. I hate this that. McGillop. and that's what. And there's there's a difference between what Haddon did mm. to what McCullum did. Absolutely. No, I, I do agree with that. It was a it was a calculated risk of a, of a uh, of an innings, but yeah. by the end of it. It wasn't even calculated risk. It was I'm going to hit this. Yeah, once he, he got his eye, he, he took was... apart Mitchell Marsh. Yeah. Took him apart, mm. and Mitch Marsh Hazelwood. isn't Hazelwood. He took him apart, and that yeah. was and that was as a fan of cricket, it's fun to watch. No Absolutely. one's denying that it is fun to watch some bloke, yeah, hit the casing off the ball in a test match. Yeah. He hit the 54 like it's yeah. it's you know the fastest ever. It's amazing, but. Like um, I said, it was yeah. calculated. Oh, it was absolutely calculated. It was calculated. It was thought out. It wasn't. I'm going out there with, with you know, nothing to lose, or you know, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm going to have no inhibitions at all. You know, I, I thought the I second innings that. was a a bit closer to that, but even still, I mean, like his his final two balls sum, uh, summed him up perfectly. He hit the the first one, the second last ball of his career. He hit a, a blinding six, absolutely middled it, mm. launched it out of, out of the pile. Six, you know, six runs it was huge. The next ball, he hits it just as hard, but just a bit, it was a bit shorter on him, mm. and he's popped it up, and it's been taken a scream over catch the game. Yeah. Warner, any other man probably would have dropped that catch. Yeah. If Warner does, if Warner drops that catch, it's a different game. It's well, yeah. 38 again. He's given another lifeblood. Yeah. We're looking at 300. It's, that's why, that's the bit about cricket that I love, mm. and that's the bit that most people don't understand, is that, like, if he misses that catch... Who knows? Who it's knows what happens? It's the moment. It's the moment, and that yeah. moment has come and gone, and it, with this moment... Warner took that catch. Yeah, you know, in another moment, uh, Hazelwood doesn't bowl that uh, that no ball. Yeah, and or no Pat Cummins, sorry, Pat Pattinson, sorry, Pattinson doesn't bowl that no, no ball, ball yeah. and he gets taken out of there. It's a whole different, and that's the most. That's my favorite part about cricket. Yeah, I think yeah. Right. is that anything can happen. It's just that most times the ball gets bowled, nothing happens. But <laughs> I do understand that that you know. No, I, I that's the point. I think what we saw and what Brendan McCullum has done is hopefully set a really good example. Uh, for the future generations of cricket mm. and, the, and the now generation of test cricket, that you can have that aggressive mindset while still being a well-thought-out cricketer, yeah. not just going out there and having no interest. Oh, I'm just going to try and smack it. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that ad with Brett Lee. Just smack it. Bullshit. There's so much more to cricket than that, Brett Lee, <laughs> you dick. You're making it look shit. There's way much more to that. It's not as simple as going out and just trying to smack the ball. You think a golfer just stands there and goes, yeah, I'm just going to try and belt down the middle. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> as if they don't practice and there isn't instinct and there isn't hundreds and hundreds of hours of, of practice that goes into it, who, making it appear like it's just... Who would have thought that we would enjoy, well, we'd defend Watto, but, like, get up Brett Lee? That I think... That like, it's just that's a beautiful. Apparently, <laughs> I don't like I that. Ad, I, yeah, I don't mind. Those Lee, ads but are I dumb. Hate those ads. Yeah, I really but I've hate seen you ads. get mad at the Steve Smith ad because his technique was wrong. You I didn't get mad at it. No, I didn't get mad at. I just then even his even in the ad, his technique looks rubbish, which is true. I mean, <laughs> I'm not the first person to say he's got an no, unorthodox I'm, technique. No one's saying, but he's either. a great he's a great example of uh, as well. You play your own game in cricket. What you know? I was talking to my old man the other day about it. You go to a golf, everyone's got a different swing. You go to tennis, everyone's got a different serve. Mm. Cricket, everyone's got a different technique. I'm not going to bust his balls about that. But mm. it's then if, if if his technique starts to lead to him being in a lot of trouble and, yeah. and 
getting out early, that's when you'd go into it. But it's like a person's hand... Uh, Averaging 60 after 40 tests, I ain't saying shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, eh? It's like someone's handwriting. Like, you can have nice handwriting. Everyone's got their own version yeah. of handwriting, but, you know, you might get sometimes to the point where you can't read that. Mm. Like, you know, so it's not good. But then other times, you know... Well, and, yeah, and back to my point, I, I think Brendan McCullum, the exam- example he set of playing an attacking game, mm. but also being calculated. I went and watched... Um, Queensland versus Tasmania last week at the Gabba. Yeah. And, oh, man, i got to say, you know, I'm always all for I don't need a lot of runs to be entertained by cricket. Mm. Well, I don't need a lot of runs. I agree. I, I, If someone went out there and smacked 30 off and over, I'm not going to think, oh, now I'm satisfied because the other six hours has been shit hours. I'm not, that's blown, not going to do it for me. Blown by it's load. about intent. Man, I, I sat there with my old man for, I think it was like three hours, and... I felt, and this was, I'm having a go at Queensland. Mm. They had no, it, it, it appeared they had no intent, they had no urgency to try and take wickets. And they were up. They were well, they were, some, they had Tasmania in trouble. They had the first innings lead and they had them something like five for, you know, a hundred or, I don't know, but they were up. Yeah. And they had a backward point. There wasn't a four hit in the whole session. And they had a, a deep point. And me and my dad were sitting there just getting so pissed off at just the most lackadaisical cricket I've ever seen. I almost wanted to walk outside because I was in the members' thing. I wanted to walk down the thing and just say to him, hey, boys, this is the reason why there's frigging four people watching you. Dead set. Because it was it, there was no urgency. I came here last time after going to the Shield and it was one of the best days of cricket ever. Chris Lynn hit 250. We, Queensland scored 450 in a day. And I don't want to seem like, oh, I'm going to make a sweeping, str- comment. sweeping comment about the whole game based on my one day of cricket. I'm not. But to me, if you're talking about, oh, cricket can be boring with that, it's about intent. Yeah. If, if you're sitting there when no one's hit a frigging boundary for an hour and you've still got guys on the boundary, unless you're working to a, a plan, which there was no way Australia, uh, Queensland were because they were bowling. Like you're looking at the field going, you're going to bowl short. You've got a, a backward square leg. Yeah. And it was a, a but they were just putting fieldsmen then because they needed that gap stopped. They weren't but there ever was no using that tactic. Yeah. They weren't ever yeah. using that like, tactic. It, it seemed like bowling they were, to your field. Well, they just no. It seemed oh, like no, they, they didn't were even have the field there in the first place. They were they were covering for a shit ball. Yeah, was what they were doing. And you're like, well, sorry, you That's shouldn't be bowling shit balls. And if you bowl a shit ball, you get hit for four. You don't ever set a field to cover your sh- your. Yeah, your, yeah, it, yeah, especially exactly. in test cricket. Maybe in limited overs because you've got to try and conserve runs. Yeah. Your number one priority in unlimited overs cricket is to take wickets. Mm. The only way you win. And that is the only time cricket becomes boring. Yeah. And I sat there and I thought, I'm over this. I want to go home. And that's not... Wow. wow. Yeah, you know, I love cricket. Alex, uh, have, <laughs> yeah, but have it you was, man, It was shit, man. Me and my dad were so pissed off because it was just... Boring. I understood exactly why everyone was saying it's boring because you just knew no one had any intent. The batsmen were just like, I'm happy to leave every ball. And the bowlers were seemingly happy to just rack up maidens. They were, you know, they're making their stats look better. And that's what's wrong with Sheffield Shield at the moment. They talk about, oh, it's really good competition. Is it? No one watches it. How is it a good competition? Oh, you know, it's breeding a lot of good players. Really? Playing in a competition where no one gives a shit? I don't think it is. I don't think it is at all. I think it's a bunch of guys bloating their stats. That's what it appeared like. It just seemed like, oh, and that's Bruce to my point with the field. Just trying to cover boundaries. They're just trying to, you know, they're well, trying, they're trying to protect their like, stats. Well, no, so much that as much as trying to prevent runs. You know, at the same time, maybe they they had a massive lead. Sure, if if you were down by four hundred, I'd yeah. understand that. Yeah, and that's understandable. I'm not try- <laughs> I, were, I, I wasn't there. I yeah, wasn't no, there. But it was just. And that's for me. I reckon shield cricket. There needs to be some someone kick up the the ass of the captains and say you need to make this something worth watching, mate. They would give you don't have to pay to go in to watch that. That's professional sport for free in the middle of Brisbane and yeah. no one, on a weekend and, and no, no one, one was goes. there. And you just like, well, why aren't they marketing the damn Sheffield Shield? Because it doesn't. I was talking to a bloke at the game as well, and he was saying the same thing. They didn't market it at all. Yeah, I didn't know the game was on. No, it's crazy. no one ever does. No, chuck it on one of the channels that Channel Nine has. 
They mustn't. They mustn't want the rights to it. That must be it. They must be like no, they it's lose not worth money. It. They lose why. money off it, so they don't. You don't. You don't so, send it. Well, because they, they've done it before. For, oh, they're in the one days. We don't get the Sheffield. We get the Pura Cup, whatever it's called these days. Matador, yeah. The Matador. Down at, Matador, Matador. Down Matador. They only have on one shitty high school field because they can't afford can't to get afford the, a bigger one. And yeah, that's, that's what I mean. One. But the annoying thing is, like, I understand so many sports in Australia, it's really hard for them to do it. I love cricket. It doesn't matter how many other people love it. Mm. But don't feed me this bullshit that we've got the best domestic comp in the world and that it's perfect. It might be the best domestic comp in the world, but then it's not saying much about domestic, domestic comps in the world. Quite, then, yeah, quite they need to try and do something about it because I remember when I was younger that there was a bit of heart left in the, the shield. You know, it wasn't the same from 80s and 90s where that was really was where big. tough cricket was played. But still, I remember a lot of games televised. I remember going to a hell you know, of a lot of games. Do you know what it probably is? The um the amount of time that these players spend in the Australian team as opposed to the Sheffield team is getting less and less. So they spend sorry more and more. They spend more time in the Test team because they're playing more. So you mm. know the world there's a 2020 World Cup. There's all these things going on. So the best players in the world are playing for their their teams, their Australian team, or their their countries. Yeah, but they're because not there's more international because there's more international games. But that means that the guys back at home, you know, used to be able to go watch you know. All of them play, and mm. I know they do in like the Matador Cup, but yeah. not on the Sheffield Shield no, side yeah. of things. So who's playing there? Oh, you know, I watched George Bailey play. Yeah, I know George Bailey's playing, and Glenn Maxwell's playing. So there are still some good cricketers yeah. playing there. And what are they doing? They're trying to work their ass off to get back into the bloody team. <sighs> That's yeah, yeah. I, I agree. There isn't enough competition between well, the teams there. It just seems there's a that jump. It's, as soon as you're only good. a breeding ground for Australia now. There's yes. no sort of oh, yeah. pride in the. Well, you know the, the, show, other thing, the shield competition. The other thing I read, I read about it was I think it was Dan Christian, and correct me wrong if I'm wrong, Woody's. I think it was Dan Christian said that there's basically no hard sledging in the Sheffield Shield anymore, no. or in like the domestic competitions, purely because of the big bash. Most of these blokes have now mingled and they've been to different teams and yada yada. You know everyone, mm. so it's like, well, I'm not going to really like give you some shit. Kind of, I mean, I already. What know kind you. of crazy Australian would go out there and sledge? You're going to be called all sorts of things. Oh, they're doing it today. What a bloody Hazelwood got sank. He got bloody. He got fined oh, for yeah, for what he did. That. Don't get yeah, me started. Like, oh, it's not great, but you know he said a swear it. word. But uh, for someone to say, the- oh, it's it's he directed it. The th- no, he said he said who the fuck is the third umpire? It's a joke. Like it's like a it's throwaway. Not a joke. No, no, it's, no, just, it's just a throwaway it's, comment. But it's an indirect yeah insult. So it's not going fuck you, princess. Yeah, yeah, I mean like. I didn't. Com- I wouldn't complain is. about Clarky going and get ready for a broken fucking arm. That gets caught on on the air. But I, what I saw was people. I saw Harris and um, Johnson coming out and saying that they should remove the the stump camp. I did uh, the hear stump that, yeah. Michael. Stump Mike, because it's not. They, 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 it's part of the passion of the game that these guys are allowed to be. You know, like on a rugby field, you're allowed to. You can say stuff in the ruck. Exactly. No one listening. Yeah, yeah. You get you know, how many times they end up in fights, and it's purely based on someone said something. And I know that, you know, there is always aggression in, in rugby. I mean, you'll have to look at James Tarman. aggression in touch out. football. If you think yeah, man, you're going to go into a, a competitive sport and expect no aggression, yeah. it shouldn't be you're there. Dreaming. Yeah, like... It's part of the fun. The part of the fun it is It can be, but, if, but there are a lot of people that aren't yeah. like that, and that's fine, but they should also be big enough people to go, well, you know, it's still just a game. If... If when I'm walking in the car park, you're sitting there and abusing me still, then I might go, hey, mate, pull your head out of your ass. But if you're sitting there, yeah, if you're sitting in a game, I'll go, I mean, I've played cricket with you. We play social cricket. And you're always a real chill dude. And the other teams always seem to like you. And I've seen you even go, yeah, give me another one. And I saw the bowler (laughs) go, he was pumped by you being like that. That's, you know, when I was saying before, people can banter and people can't. Yeah. That's that's like, Like it shouldn't always be personal. Bouncers aren't personal. Yeah, it's like, you're trying because you to do suck job. at playing. Yeah, it's because it's because it's you're. I I've picked a weakness that you're not as good on your legs. Yeah. So I'm gonna bowl there. Th- if you get hit, that happens. That's because you're not good enough to hit it. Hmm. Not because I bowled it there. I also bowled it full and wide of off stump. You smacked that one for four. Why aren't you complaining about that one? Yeah. Seems that <laughs> that's what, it's a real. It's becoming strange where everything takes things. Everyone takes everything personally. It is part of the game, and I do. And I think the beauty of it is, is that after the game, we all shook hands because that's yeah. part of the game. As and soon as you're, you switch off, like, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to like have someone in a car park. But on the field, we, you know, we can talk because that's right. That's because where I do that, and know? that's I think a part of the reason why sport is good. You can get aggression out constructively, hmm. so you're not on the streets 
abusing people because you've got all this pent up <laughs> aggression, you know, which uh, yes. it's a good place. Yeah, it is. Especially when you say like he knew that I was be- not. I'm not actually going to hit him or anything. You know, it's just you showing him an aggression. Anything I was like you threatening. Just say, like, yeah, give me another one, mate. And it was you, he it was got obviously me good. Yeah, you got me good. Cause he, yeah, because he hit you in the legs. It got me like it was fair. Pool it was, was a good shot. Good cricket. But I knew that. Yeah, I wasn't like I wasn't. I, was, I didn't feel insulted because he hit me. I was no, like, you I were annoyed I that get- you. I bet you were annoyed oh, that you missed it. I, I and was. Got it hit. was shocking. And you were almost saying that more to yourself rather than him. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I and wasn't actually really here. It was more just the next ball. Most sledging and, yeah. you know, people used to call sledging gamesmanship, which is actually a part of the game. Games. Yep, that's right. And you play a fucking board game. There's mm. going to be some gamesmanship sitting in a room with two guys who know that very well. Mm. If you said like any game, there's gamesmanship. You're going to try and put the other person off no yeah. matter how. Well, I think Now, it's always important to remember there's a line, mm. but I think- Bowling a ball six inches, like at his legs, as opposed to, you know, outside his arms, isn't unsportsmanlike. It's it's mm. a part of the game. Yeah, I just think it's a, it's not it, it's not exactly the most delicate. I still come back to that point. I, I, I agree with you. <laughs> I a hundred percent agree with you. I just think it's like yeah, but you know, it's like putting trying to put like a, a, a pinhole. And using a hammer. It's like, yeah, I got the hole. Like, yeah, but you also like bludgeoned it. I'm like, yep, but I got the hole. But I guess, I don't know. Maybe I'm more black and white thinking. Because I would just yeah. see my objective is get wicket. I get wicket no matter how. Like, that's <laughs> this how Alex I'm talking black, yeah. white. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, and I don't know. Maybe I'm a monster, uh, but that's what I, that's how I deal with it. And I think, yeah, I guess the only way you can do it is this is against my team. This is a guy against my yeah. team. So well, how am I going to get him out? It's easy. Oh, I, I don't have any problems. But, like, oh, yeah, but yeah, Wagner yeah. is is the team. The guy, yeah, the he's guy playing for New tried. Zealand. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, gone course, at my right. team. So it's like, yeah. if I'm happy for my team to cop that, I'm happy for my team to give it. You yes. know, when Johnson was doing it to England, I loved it. I didn't make any yeah, mistake. I let everyone know. But I also enjoyed it just as much to see Wagner do it to Steve Smith. Steve Smith getting hit. Like, everyone just seems to, oh, God, it's so bad. And I still, I don't know. Maybe I'm a bad person. I still like seeing batsmen get hit. Well, it's part of the game. It is. It's part of the fun. Do you like- want to see boxes not get hit too? Dickhead. <laughs> like, I've seen boxes get hit. Yeah, it's the funniest thing in the world. You've got because you know it's not going to hurt. But it, <laughs> but you're still. Oh God, I hope there's no one. <laughs> Sorry, no. I hope there's no one who likes boxing listening. Yeah, you know boxes. Oh no, 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 no! I thought you meant like boxes, like cricket boxes. You know, it's funny when they get hit. <laughs> Sorry. That is funny, Sorry. though, when they get here. <laughs> that is funny. I meant, like, boxing people. Oh, no, no one. Like, no. Oh, God. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I did not. I didn't even pick up on that one. That one went right over my Are you head. saying you don't like it when boxers get hit? No, I'm saying I love it when boxers get hit. It's part of I'm the saying, game. But I also I'm say I like it when seeing cricketers get hit. Yeah. I like seeing anyone get hit. It's a part of any... It's, it's a physical Have you got a violence game. problem? <laughs> it's, it's just... It's a like challenge, a physical challenge. It's the anyway, anyway possible, let's no, go to something more light. Let's something go to more light. All right. So Australia wins this series, which puts them on the top of the rankings. Yeah, we didn't one. even talk about that. No, we haven't. Australia, you're humble as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we won. Australia. <laughs> I was like, what song is that? I was yeah, American fuck, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was exciting because a lot of the we question win. marks over Australia, you feel... Have kind of been answered. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously the team aspect ones of how do they play away at home, how do they play in swinging ball, how do they- ball didn't swing that much. We'll get to no. that. Yes, but I think there's also a couple of uh, specific. You know, uh, Joe Burns can he be a rock at the top? What happens when Warner fails? Are we going to just crumble? Mm. You know, um, Mitchell Marsh. You know, he's done well with the the ball, but how's his batting going? I think mm. I think Mitchell Marsh. I well, he's, he's batting twenty two and bowling thirty five. Stats are stats, so, though. No, 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 well, yeah, you know, no, I mean, no, no, in- but well, the way I look at it is, is that he hasn't honestly been given an opportunity to prove himself. Every time he comes in, last game, and every it's time just he, like, it's a, can you go out there and have a go? Yeah, yeah, just go exactly. have a go. Exactly. You know what? So, and that does, which is a good thing a because good thing. it means we're probably four for five hundred and something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. But and we, yeah, exactly right. But at the same time, problem is, is that he then uh, doesn't get an opportunity to you know, truly show what he can do. Mm. So that's you know something that I guess um, he needs to you know, give an opportunity to because you got people like Joe Burns who were, who had been given an opportunity and did well. I saw today someone put on there about like 
You know, it's okay. The way to get the Aussies out, you just got to get through their batting order. What have we got here? We got uh, David Warner. David Warner and like put like a whole bunch of stats about Warner's how good stats. Yeah. I saw are, are they're insane. Ridiculous. They're insane. They so are like, okay. So you've got that I guy. Didn't That's good. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, you've got Joe Burns, who is currently kicking ass. Look at that. That's so. Once you got rid of those two, which is easy, uh, then you've got uh, <laughs> Usman Khawaja, who is in the best purple patch of his life. Yeah. Okay, right. So, but once you've got him, you You're get t- Steve Smith. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in the tail. Yeah, Steve Smith, yeah, who's currently... Just... Yeah, oh, and then what have we got after that? The guy that's literally beaten Bradman's yeah. r- record at one point before being brought in back under it. They call him Don Bradham. <laughs> <laughs> it's Don Bradham Boges. It's like, that's so beautiful. Bradham. That's Bradham, right. yeah, yeah. And it yeah, reads, the... the way you read it, well, you read Don I mean. Bradman, I mean... and then you're like, wait, what? Hang... No, ah. Marsh and, Marsh and Neville, I'm... that's why they're all-rounders. And that's the... You know, I heard someone the other day, I think it was Ian Smith, saying that he didn't didn't agree with all-rounders in the team. He'd rather six batsmen, keeper, yeah. and four bowlers. I was like, well, because what happens if, yeah, one of you don't need six out. batsmen to make 500, hopefully. Hopefully, one of them makes a big score. Mm. And that's what we've seen with Australia. And when that happens, yeah, you don't need your six and seven. So you can't judge Mark, like you've said, you can't judge Marsh based on the opportunities he's been given in terms of the bat. He was he's given two I think two in the in the summer. Yeah. Two opportunities to that we were in a little bit of trouble. And he did get out. But they were also good balls oh, or something that, like that. You know, that shit York happens. Was, yeah. Was there are good balls ball. and shit happens. Yeah. I I think honestly, what we have Mitchell Marsh in there for at the moment, mostly he's a bowling all rounder. Yes. And why I say that his position I, I wouldn't have any other all-rounder in there at the moment because the way he well, bowled, what the same reason I thought with Shane Watson. I think I as soon as they that. made him the, the batting all-rounder and he went up the top of the order, his best value was taken from him. He, he could get anything out of the ball if it was available, Shane Watson, in his prime. The same way with Callis. The same way, and the same way that Marsh proved the other, the other day, I think it was day three, late day three. Or either way, I saw him bowling late in the day. There was a lot of overs, and he was the only one able to draw any anything out of the ball. Mm. And he was making it go both ways. And it was, you know, he'd seam it out, he'd swing it in. He'd, I, I like the variation he has with the ball because Australia, as much as we do have a good bowling lineup coming up, we've got a tendency to have very similar bowlers. Mm. That's what we lack when we don't have stars. I think that's what uh, New Zealand had. It was just yeah. a lot of up and down. The yeah. ball, ball wasn't swinging for Bolt mm. or Southie. And without those two... needed someone to get the... needed someone to get it to move. Otherwise... Was, Bracewell was wasn't up, playing, was he? No, Bracewell didn't play. See, I would have thought that Bracewell could have been the guy in... Well, they went Matt, Matt, Matt Henry instead. Oh, he's, and he's and I really like Matt Henry. So and then, of course, they used Wagner in the same way they did against yeah, Sri Lanka. Yeah, so he, he was used the same same way. It was a good team. It was just... It was. I, it, I think, the problem was, was that the ball didn't do anything for Southie and Bolt. Yeah. Those are your two big ones. You and want your main weapon to be able to do it. Especially Southie, when cl- there's yeah. no swing. Is, it's just is, up and down. Yeah. And he's a, he reminds me a lot of Ben Hilfenhaus. Yeah. When there's no outswing for Hilfie, it's, he's there's not much there. Yeah. And that's a bit with Southie. Whereas Bolt, with his height, he can, should be able to get a bit more bounce. Yeah. But yeah, I think they did miss Bracewell. I think Wagner played really well. I hope I hope he doesn't change. I, mm. that, that's just... The, Tactics, just right? let him let him be the, the person and there's nothing wrong with New Zealand having a weapon like that mm. it's part of the game we've we and I think to your point with Mitch Marsh you don't Australia at the moment is because we've had such nice batting decks our batting card runs deep yeah. so deep put yeah. that bitch to sleep <laughs> whatever the ice cube good day is anyway um so <laughs> ice cube good day <laughs> Yeah, my dick run deep, so deep, put her ass to sleep. (laughs) Cut. (laughs) (laughs) Cut. So I think basically Burns has cemented his place at least for the next series. And I think he's proven what I wanted to say about Burns is I think he also has a pretty unorthodox technique. Mm. Someone said the other day he never looks in. I had to agree. He looks vulnerable outside. Um, off stumping, which isn't a good thing for an. Uh, so why were they bowling at his body? Bowling at his weekend, body. If that was his, because you know, they knew he was going to play. That was what they they had to draw a wicket out at that point. By that stage, they had to draw a wicket out of Australia because we mm. were we were just going to keep 
killing it. We were handling everything they had to offer. Oh, they yeah. had to draw a mistake, and they knew that Burns instinctively plays a pull shot. Yeah. And that's how they got him. They stacked the legs side, and they said, we're going to bowl at your legs. Yeah. And we know you're eventually going to go for your pull shot, and you're probably going to get caught on it. You're going to hit us for boundaries, sure, but they bought a wicket, which is great. <laughs> Spinners yeah. do that all the time. They just don't intimidate, and no one bats an eyelid. Yeah. Warning used to do yeah. that all the time. Kevin Peterson forced warning to, in the O. 0607 Ashes in Adelaide forced Warney to bowl around the wicket, bowl really negative, negative, negative cricket. And that was just because Peterson dominated him and Warney had to do whatever it took. And that's what it took. And I, so I think it's, it's, yeah, I don't want to keep harping on, but I think it's yeah. just a part of the game. But right. Australian team in the, for the future is looking pretty good, pretty good. I think yeah. when, you, when you look at what I want to say about Burns, though, yeah, Burns' technique, he reminds me a lot of Warner, but in a different way. My opinion, what's always made Warner good is his fast hands, the speed of his hands. Yeah. Warner's a quick dude, obviously, but it's the speed of his hands. I've never seen anyone. That's why he hits it so far. I've never seen anyone's hands move through the ball as quick as him. And Burns has very quick hands too, but okay. they're different. They don't. He doesn't use them to just go straight through the ball and smack it. Have you seen the way he'll go out like a forward defense and then angle his hand and guide it down to third man or whatever. He plays like a like an off-forehand cover drive. You know, the off-forehand, like you yeah, run yeah, around yeah. and hit it back that way in yeah. tennis. That's, That's how he shot. plays his, like, cover drive, man. He, It's almost like when the ball's on the bat, yeah. he manipulates he it. Or like a like subcontinent wants. play. You know, they're very yeah. wristy. But his is, rather than flicking on the leg side, his seems to be more the way he controls. Even sometimes it looks like he edges it, and you swear to God he's doing it on purpose. So I think... Burns has been a little bit underrated and undervalued even mm. with his place being given to him because he does have that – you have that aura around him of, oh, can we trust him at the top? But that's his that's But his I think, game. yeah, I think that's – my point is I think that's his game. I think that's yeah. what he always looks like, whether he's in form or not. And Well, Steve Smith's not exactly the most yeah, in-looking exa- batsman. Exactly. And I, and, and I think this – you know, back to what we were talking about with Brendan McCullum and the future of the Australians – the game is changing, and I've been so yeah. doom and gloom on it. But this test match sort of said to me, man, if this is how modern era test cricket's oh, played, it's going to be terrific. I because can handle it, this. Yeah, oh, man, absolutely. The, it's the urgency. That, that's what I mean. I don't want Brendan McCullum to not – I don't want captains to forego having a 7-2 leg side field just because they don't want to tread on toes and just stand yeah. there and let a team score 200 on them. I want them to try everything. I want them to – the intent. That's what the Shield's lacking. That's why no one's going, you know. And Brendan McCullum proved in his career that if you have intent, you can be, because there's probably been better cricketers technique-wise and, and whatever, but McCullum was a fighter. He took it to the other team every single time, and it was something that was admired not just by his countrymen and his teammates, but by everyone who loves cricket. And I think that with this test we've seen, a lot of our players can take that upon themselves. And I think that Test cricket looks really cool. <laughs> That's what I, I've been a little bit concerned about Test cricket, especially with the summer we had. Mm. But I think this series has proven that Test cricket can really, can still be Has that, a game. It's yeah. still it's still a it's very still that five day contest. It's back mm. and forth, and anything can happen. That's mm. what you want to see. Well, yeah. You don't want to see oh this team's one for four hundred. Well, they're going to win, and the other team's going to try and bat it out. Yeah, that's that's shit. That that was yeah, and I think that was a a point made very clear during the Australian summer. Mm. Those wickets were, but what it meant was when we went to New Zealand, the guys knew how to bat. Yeah, yeah. So it did help us in a way. Probably. But you know, it'll what'll be interesting is what what will happen if we go say wherever we're going next. I think it's South Africa, isn't it? Yeah, it's in June. I know that much. Yeah. So we'll have to look into that. Sorry, Woodies, but. It's, it's you know it's something that we 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 look to see if you know if we can play well somewhere else in the world in the subcontinent for instance where the twenty twenty World Cup's going to be right in yeah India. in India yeah so as if that's not going to we need to be able to bat maybe this is what they're trying to do and I know that most of the players aren't in the twenty twenty team but mm. you know we're going to see a lot of different and we'll see we we'll actually what happens I'll put a question to you guys both of you Shoot. are we going to cover the T twenty World Cup oh, let's I- let let's let the people who listen hear our meetings and our decisions. Yeah, okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. Come in. Come in the room. In the room. <laughs> sit down, sit down. There's no chairs. We're casual. Yeah, yeah, super casual. What do you reckon, Mike? T20 World Cup. Um, 
our podcast will probably be longer than the game, isn't it? Hey. Know. hey. He knows cricket. Hey. This guy Look knows cricket. He doesn't want to he tell you. the difference but between a 2020 and a test. But yeah, you're right. I mean, but it'd still be fun. Maybe we could do like a... Because I'm sure it'll be like a couple-week tournament where you could do like a like we did with I'm, the Rugby look, World Cup. I'm happy to do it because I think that we need uh, to... We've yeah, got six care. episodes. We might as well use yeah, them. Yeah, man. And it means that the tests are, are pretty much off. We can either cover another test. I'd rather... You know, I'm happy to... I was actually thinking about that too. Maybe yeah. we could, you know... For, but for I don't our, think there are any Maybe for tests. our Indian friends, uh, yeah. we could we could cover one of, one of those games. Well, I don't I'll, think they're on at the moment. No, they're not. But maybe if there's one in a couple of weeks' time, for instance, I'd have to look that you, up. You could do You're not with... hearing me. They're not going to be on. They've got the oh. T20 World Cup coming up. Uh... So there, there's no other... I don't think there is a... I think I heard that New Zealand aren't playing a test, another test for like a, a year or like the oh, end wow. of the year or something. They've got a long time before... Test oh, right. Well, then, yeah. What's the maybe that was exactly a long time. Ago. So yeah. So we'll, I'm happy to do it in that case to do yeah, the 2020. Me too. Um, I reckon what we could do is try and get a video. I'm pretty sure. Have you ever heard of that user on YouTube, that Robolinda or whatever? Nope. Uh, he like puts up all these cricket videos. He's sick. But um, I reckon uh, I reckon there's a video of the first ever um, international T20 with Australia, and I reckon that'd be a cool. I'll see where it's gone. See how is that the one Dave Warner went, went absolutely I don't think that was, I think that was the next year. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was, it was like his that. game. No, it wasn't like the first Because the first one was like Gilly and, and yeah. like all the old school guys and they yeah, were playing, yeah, kind yeah. of just having a joke around and we were talking to them. And it was so exciting. It really was. It was good. Sound like a key. Anyway, last thing I want to talk about. What the? What? New Zealand? Are, talk to me. What is it? Come on, What Alex. is, what is this Dilmar tea break? Do try it. Do I love those ads? See, the Dilma. Yeah, do no. try it. I like. No, like I got to say, I like it too. So the Dilma ads. The Dilma ads are your beef. <laughs> they're not of my beef. Oh, the the Dilma tea break. What sorry. they've made. What they've made that Simon <laughs> Dill guy do. But he is creative. The way yeah. to me it appears that obviously in the Dilma contract they've said to Simon, mate, you need to have at least once footage of you drinking our tea. And so, or a bet. yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's almost like a bet, but it's no, it's a contract. It's very yeah. serious. If you don't do it, you're not getting and paid. The first time he's come back early and he's gone, Oh, you've caught me earlier. And he takes a sip and it's just, it's, the, it's like the lamest ad you've ever seen. And he puts it down, he's like, Mmm. And then he puts it down. And the next just time, the, deal, the next time he's interviewing Rod Marsh, and it was so unsubtle. I think, I don't know the opposite to subtle, but. <laughs> just blatant that they were interviewing Rob Marsh. Rob Marsh is in the middle of a pretty mundane response to a question and it just cuts back to him looking at the camera and having a mad swig of Dill Marti. <laughs> and it's just like stupid as shit. I, oh, that's so my good. My point is, Dill Marti, how long is it until... you sponsor us? Because I can drink tea all goddamn I drank tea last night. I've had, I had a tea... I didn't have one today. How about last night, though? Dilma. Do try it. I would try it. Every 10 seconds, you could film me having a sip. You'd be like the hour of power of Dilma. That's uh, that's sound for the podcast, uh, for the the listeners out there. That's actually a Dilma. He's gone and got one done. I made it. It might not be. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at you, Tetley's. It could be anything. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, sure. Lipton, what do you want? Whatever whatever you want. Whoever whoever, to the highest bidder. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So anyway, I thought I enjoyed it. I think Mm, Australia needs needs their own version. Maybe the, 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 the fucking VB. They're pretty bad with the old KFC these days. Yeah, but there's not enough eating of the product. <laughs> I want to see Tubby Taylor hone into a six-piece feed <laughs> at the luncheon break. Oh, why aren't I seeing that? Oh, oh sorry. Hello. Yeah. Welcome back to Channel yeah. 1. I'm needing chicken. I need it. That's I need so to good. see that. Because they do the At ads, this stage, but... I'm, not, I'm not going to KFC, but if I saw Ian Healy taking Lunch... a one-handed catch while dipping his chip in the gravy, fuck, that's... You don't need to that's make an cricket. ad, just that one photo. That's it. Ah, uh, yes, that's correct. The uh, chicken grease on the ball actually gives it an extra three <laughs> exactly. degrees of spin. Exactly. Hey, another way to make the game more exciting. Hey. A more, a more curve on the ball. Gravy. Who'd have thought gravy? Tell you what, sunscreen always did the trick when I was in high school. Yeah. Bit of sunny. Yeah. Just, I'll take that off, umpire. <laughs> Worst of that. 
and the ball would just be like, and it's like, whoa, look at how good I'm bowling. Real good. Uh, just leaving wet spots on the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the ball thanks you because it's now sun smart. Hits a kid in the head. It's the only spot he doesn't get sunburned. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's sitting in the show. I got this giant bruise, but at least it's not sunburn. Am I right? But it's weirdly the only part of me that's not red. <laughs> All right. So there it is. We've decided. We've decided that we are going to do a special T yes. Twenty World Cup coverage. Deal with it. It'll be yeah. Too bad. Listeners. Two, three episodes. Well, no. We haven't decided, but we'll let you know. You'll we'll be made you know. aware. Uh, we've got you know things in the pipeline that we'll be looking at. Special. And on top of that, yeah, the, my shout out of the week oh, right. uh, goes to I think it was Diego. Oh, please look it up. <laughs> just just <laughs> yeah. look it up. I think it was like Diego seven eight. You find that it was. It was Ballsy McGee. And I've if written you it are here. giving a shout out to someone, Luke, you say the have word to shout say out. their name. Okay. You have shout to say out. their name. Don't say, don't say shout out. <laughs> shout out is not giving someone a shout out. Hey, I'm giving a shout out to that person out there. Have a good one. Like, hey, I gave you a shout out. You said the word <laughs> said shout the out. Word. You never said my name. Well, why are you giving me a shout out? <laughs> okay. So a practice would be like, Alex, I'm giving you a shout out today. You got, you, you did such <laughs> Oh, Alex, you did this today. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I'm not allowed well, to like, use the word hey, shout out. Hey, here's a shout out to Alex <laughs> because he's such a cool, rad guy. Yeah, Thanks, Alex. <laughs> we got a special shout out for a special listener. Yeah. He, know who, he knows who he is. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> we won't say his name, but he knows. You really should get to know him. He's a great guy. <laughs> you can look up All his right. profile on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Just look up Reddit. <laughs> you might find him eventually. <laughs> Just ask every single person whether that's <laughs> him or not. Hey, you know that special guy? He's real nice. All right, yeah. What's his name? His name's Dieko87. D E A K O 87. The cool bit about this guy is that he lost 47.5 kilos over the summer, I suppose, or over like a period of time, and allowing him to play an entire day of cricket on Australia Day. Which I think is the most patriotic Aussie thing I've ever heard. That's pretty cool. So cricket inspired him to lose. He he lost weight purely because of 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 his his love of cricket. And for that I I, he gets my he gets my my shout out of the week. Diego eighty seven. All right, that's our week. That's the test series between Australia and New Zealand. Australia winning it 2-0, and they are now on top of the test rankings. That's good stuff. Pretty exciting. Uh, for us, we've got the T20 World Cup coming up. Yep. Uh, we've got a few more episodes left in our uh, our season, so keep checking us out on Facebook, iTunes, or any other podcast app. Three more, left. Three more right. to go. That's it. We're almost at the end of our over. That's right. We're halfway through the over. Oh, words, and then make like a... Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> Oh, I went over to have a chat with the Kiwi bloke at work day yesterday. and No, yeah, yesterday afternoon. Just uh, between when the they'd hit 200 runs and we got to like, you know, in between the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the changeover. And in that time, I was like, oh, fuck it. I like, had some stuff to do, but I was like, I'll go see Dane, spend two minutes just giving him a bit of a rib. Be like, oh, 200, we've got a you know, good contest. He loves cricket. And I went over to the other side and... Um, He's sitting on his computer and he's like, he's like, oh shit, is the game on? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's about no, man. Leave, leave, leave. I was like, oh, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll bring it up. I was like, yeah, you're 200 ahead. He's like, yeah, you guys are in and you're, shit, three for seven. And I was standing over him. I was like, three for seven. He's like, yeah, uh, water out, duck, Burns, duck, Smith, duck. I was like, holy shit. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, we got a contest. We got a contest. I gotta go. I got back to my desk and I sit down, and it's like zero for seven. <laughs> what a dick. That's sneaky. It's good. Though. Yeah. It's good. Smooth. Smooth. I'm not even mad. It's, yeah, yeah. I'm impressed by so that. I, yeah, so I put that on 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 Reddit. One of the guys were like, "Got him!" Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, he got me. That is good. He got me.